Welcome to the Bruce Pitcher Podcast, CEO of Larger in Life, the greatest coaching company in the world, once weighing over 400 pounds, and now I've lost over 200 pounds living larger in life. We're going to talk about on this podcast, overcoming, doing things that people would say is impossible, and give you the tools to transformation. So let's get fired up and get pumped on life. Let's go. everybody welcome back to the bruce pitcher podcast and here we are we're back um with me and the fachin yo yo no guests this week we will want to say a special thanks to coop for last week for bringing the heat um we got a lot of comments about people loving that living the life just about experiences which we had last week yeah we, we did i think that'd be perfect time to get right into gratitude i know yeah. i'll go first go ahead just so you don't steal it <clears throat> <laughs> i'm grateful for the weekend we were able to have and to uh be able to share that experience and go to the Utah game with the Vachine and our boy Skyler. It was fun. Yeah, it was way fun. That was a, it was a blast. It was a blast. And uh, I'm grateful for that too. It wasn't even like a, well, it was kind of like a weekend for me. It was Oh um, because I came right home and then went to Metallica concert. So I'm grateful for that and grateful for the crew we went with. And then actually Metallica's lead singer, James Hepfeld, he was, I could tell when he started talking to the crowd that he was like feeling sick um and it sounded like he was sick you know is he the lead singer what's mm-hmm. he he's the lead singer oh so you could tell from the from the get right when you yeah yeah i was like hmm, something seems a little off because i've seen him before right sure enough um yeah it was supposed to, it's a two-day show which means it's a two-day show of like um two different set lists though so it's not it's not it's friday and was supposed to be sunday well sunday we got the message that well, Saturday night, I think it was. Wasn't it Saturday night I texted you? Yeah. Saturday night, and we got the message that uh, he actually has COVID. <laughs> so, and I thought he might have it when we were walking out. I was like, I bet he's got COVID. And sure enough, um, I think he had COVID that first day for sure. Well, obviously. Yeah. But I think, like, he was trying, to, and he tried to gut it out, you know? But I think he realized, like, dude. Probably took it out of him that yeah, second and then show. I'll just say this. These morons, okay, that people are all like, I'm not, I'm now, I'm not like, don't get me wrong on these things, but these morons out there that are all like, I didn't even, oh, why are we even testing nowadays? Why are we even, who cares? Like, beside the point, like, he's just sick. Like, yes, I get it. It's a flu. And, and these people are all like, oh, so you have a cold? Yeah, okay, whatever. Whatever you, however you want to look at it. Okay, the dude's sick. And he's performing a rock and roll concert. So these idiots that are like, so since when do we walk down and we get a test? And since when do... Oh, I didn't even know it was a thing anymore. Okay, whatever, dude. It, had, if he it, was it sick, wouldn't matter if he had the flu, the cough, or it, whatever. He'd still exactly. Be sick. He's still sick. And I paid money, and I know people have traveled in, but if he can't perform all the way, like I'd rather them postpone it a week and have at least something out of nothing. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, chill out, everybody that's like, whatever else. Just forget about it, dude. Just be the point that like, it's all perspective and how you look at it. Because it's like, these guys are all like complaining and crap like that. And it's like, dude, the dude's sick. He gave it his all on the first night that he could, the best he could. And I don't want, and why would you want to go there? It's not like his intentions were, you know what I want to do? I want to be as sick as possible. And I don't want to give these people <laughs> what they want. Like, come on, dude. And, and so... It's just weird to me how people just like, 
look at things, you know, like, oh, he's so soft. Let the crowd sing. I didn't. I don't go pay to go see the crowd sing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, so it's just like it's weird to me how people just love to blow things out of proportion. If he went and tested, I mean, regardless if it was a flu, like you said, Colt, he's sick. Okay, yeah. and if he can't sing, he can't sing. So. Gosh. Jeez. You feel better now, bro? I feel better. Good. I need to get that off my chest. That's what this is for. That's exactly what this, what it's for. That's what this platform is for right now. It's for the truth. And you know, we don't we don't tell anything about the truth. So Yeah. If you if you want to tell the truth, get on get your own podcast and you can say a lot of things. Yeah. And if you don't like what we have to say, well, sorry. Sorry. But we have a lot of sorry, great not things sorry. to say. Yeah. Sorry, but not sorry. Anyways. But we'd also like to say that uh talk about our game and the youths did win. Oh, not only we dude, we dominate. The score does not show the, the, the domination. Yeah. I'll just put it that way. Put to that. Let's just say we're down eight starters. Eight. And then we actually went to nine during the game, Krennic. Yeah, yeah, Krennic went down. The crazy thing is we had our two of our best D tackles out. Our best defensive player was out. Two offensive linemen out. Two offensive linemen out. Um two, our best uh probably our best one of our best offensive weapons in the tight end. Oh yeah, Keith that's right. Was Keith out. was out. Keith was out. Um, and then and then obviously Cam and Rising, Cam was Rising, out. and the was our backup, quarterback. and the backup that was supposed to be the backup was also hurt. So we were down to third string, fourth string guys at quarterback, mm-hmm. which they came in. Bryson Barnes came in, delivered a bomb, and a true freshman, and a true and freshman that came in and scored. So I mean, that's what you know. That's where the U programs come a long way, and uh, it's physical. And hey, shout out to the last year of the Pac-12. They went thirteen and zero. Yeah, the whole the whole conference the went thirteen. The whole conference. So you never you said uh, that's never been done since when you said? I think like nineteen thirty nine or something. Oh like wow, a that's a long time. When conferences were like five teams. Wow, dude, that's you know impressive. I mean? That good, is impressive. Good job, Pac twelve. Even though some of the teams won that I didn't win, but we won't talk yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Prime time, Dion Sanders. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. We're not. I mean, we're taking receipts too, Dion. So yeah, we know you're listening, Dion yeah, Sanders. Dion, you're listening. We're taking Take receipts this receipt. too. Okay, I'm taking receipts of the way you said all over at the pros conference and everything else afterwards. So we're taking it. <laughs> well, I hope you guys enjoy that banter. Let's get into the nitty gritty. Yeah, let's get into it. So today we wanted to talk about fear and faith, and just like what the difference is between both of those things. What kind of uh, where did this spark from? Like, what, what, what where were your thoughts? Because I know this, you didn't just like think of it. Um, I heard a talk about it. Okay. And so it was a really good talk about it. And it's more than just false evidence appearing real. You know what I mean? Oh, say so that like, again? False evidence appearing real for fear. I know yes. a lot of people like look at it that way. like, And it is true with that stuff, but it's also a deeper cause. Because I'm sure a lot of people, I mean, are you, you have to ask yourself if you're driving right now, are you a half glass full thinker or are you a half glass empty thinker? You know what I mean? If you were driving yeah. right now and you're listening to this or you're on your walk or whatever, what are you? You know, and, and what would you say... I think most people are 50-50 in some kind of ways of that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Are they more? I would say I'm a more of a half glass, not 100% of the time, but I would say I'm a more half glass uh, full person. I'm probably know? half glass full 30% of the time, 100% of the time. Oh, there you go. Perfect. Does um, that make sense? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. There we go. <laughs> no, I'm definitely, no, I know what you're saying, both sides, but yeah, I'm definitely more of a half glass full. I would like to think. Yeah. I think we're way more for a half glass full for everybody else in their stuff. But for our own stuff of like things happening good for us a lot of the times and having faith in it is we're a half glass empty thinking people. Mm, okay. Because I think we catch ourselves a lot of times like, well, that won't happen. Yeah, that might, that'll probably happen for them. Like I could see that. Da, 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 da. But for us, when a situation even happens bad or anything else, for us personally, I think we kind of think the worst instead of thinking like the best from an outside perspective, like that's, for somebody else. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? That's I think we, we have a we have a tendency to do that because like 
you know, I, something bad could happen for mine, you know, like for instance, and then and then you'd be like, oh, but you know what? This could happen. This could like, like injuries for people. You know, when you personally get hurt, which is a which is a very good thing. Usually, you go to half glass empty immediately. <laughs> like when when you get hurt personally, and you think of your workouts and everything else. But if you ask somebody, it's like, well, this is an opportunity to like, let's just say transformation wise, dial in on your nutrition, get the mindset right, practice your discipline by other things. You're gonna be all right, you know. And I remember when I got skin surgery, I was like, man, I don't know if I'm ever gonna be better recover, you know. And obviously, other people are like, no, you're gonna be good. You're gonna be, it's gonna make it. That's half glass. Just as simple as that is half glass empty thinking. So the reason I'm saying that is because a lot of us spend a lot of nights restless and we don't sleep at night. And I've, I've seen it so many times just on social media and stuff like that. And they wake up at one in the morning, two in the morning, they're tossing and turning because they're literally thinking about things of, of that could go wrong, right? Like they're living, it's fear. It's mm-hmm. literally when they're, when you're waking up in the middle of the night, most of the time, what is it? They usually say it's like, oh, I got stressed out about this thing that I have coming up. I got stressed out about these things that are coming in my life. You know what I mean? And what is that? That's fear. That honestly is fear. It's not stress necessarily. It is stress, but it's fear. Stress induced by fear. Is that yeah. what you're saying? <clears throat> and because, and it's not, so faith has gone out the window. So you're not looking at it through a lens. You have to look at things. You got to try to ask yourself, what do I look at a lens through? A lens of faith or a lens of fear? And that, and so a lot of the times when we're tossing and turning at night, like about financial things or this is going to work out for our family, like in the deep things, you know, we're laying in fear instead of having in faith of like the person you are, the per, and if you believe in God or anything like that too, like faith in Him that it's all going to work out. But we get so freaking uh, paranoid, we get so worried, and we lose all sight of everything that we need to do, and then we have a lens of fear, which then cripples everything that we're trying to do. Like. If you have fear of transformation, of being successful, and fear of losing your losing the weight, knowing that you're never going to do it, you're not going to do it, and you're never going to achieve what you want to set out to achieve. You know what I mean? Because you have zero faith. You have zero. You're only looking at a lens of fear. So it's like, it's a huge, huge ordeal. I mean, it literally is the most crippling. Fear is literally the most crippling thing, not only for transformation, but for your entire life. Like, just like... It will, it will blind you of a future that you could have that could be just out of this world. <clears throat> so just to clarify, when you say faith, you're using, you're using faith as an action word and or faith being, if someone, a higher being, higher Yeah, belief. faith, higher belief or an action thing. Okay. Because what what's the definition of faith? Doing it's like doing things something you don't know or yeah I, I can't remember what believing things without seeing yeah yeah it's right. I don't know the exact thing but it's like believing in something that like it's not there it's, it's like you have faith, like you you wake up in the morning you know the sun's gonna rise because you have faith it's yeah 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 like you have faith that it's, it you don't know for sure but it's about that and that's why I see it also as like an action word because faith means you're you're actively doing something you don't know what the mm-hmm. outcome's gonna be but you're hoping for the best and that's yeah. gonna work out and and see and the thing is without like growing your faith and everything else, then it's impossible to live a life that you want to live. Right. In all seriousness, it's impossible to live it. Because you're going to literally live in fear the whole time. And I, I see that way too much with people in transformation. Mm-hmm. Like they look so much of like 
things that they cannot do. Like, oh, I could never do a Spartan race. I could never lose that much weight. I could never. And when I get there, I'm going to gain it all back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's literally, you are literally living back what I said, a half glass empty person. Like, you're just like, oh, I'm doomed. Yeah. I'm never going to be able to do this. Well, and that comes back to that whole like self-negative talk, which, which I mean, it's fear-driven, right? Fear-driven yeah. leads to negative self-talk. Like, you, you know, you hear the saying as, we, as coaches, as, as football coaches we've done and, you know, and just sports coaches in general, there's an old saying, right? If you say you can, you can. If you say you can't, you can't. Yeah. And so if you are just have that belief, like you got to get that negative self-talk, that fear out of you just to, you know, get things going. Well, and it goes on every aspect of your life, like, some of you guys are afraid to post something or you're afraid to say something because you're going to say, oh, this might not, this might be a bad thing for me to say or this. Well, or they're that. worried about what other people are going to yeah. think. Yeah, and that's fear. Yeah. Once again, it's because it's, it's other people will say like, oh, yeah, you just can't worry about what others think. Yes, that's exactly easier it. Easier said so, than done. Yeah, easier said than done, but it's fear. But you need to have a side of faith of like, no, this is what I believe. This is what's going to happen. Like sometimes you're so fearful to say that I'm going to accomplish this. And then all these people are going to come at you and they're going to say like, oh my gosh, there's no way you could do that. Because you know what? They're living in fear. They're not looking at things through a lens of faith and and looking, and they're only looking through a lens of fear. You know what I mean? And when you do that, when your lens is so closed in and your lens is only constantly looking at fear, you're never going to achieve what you want to achieve, period. But you got to have faith that you can accomplish what is impossible? You know what I mean? But you got to grow that faith over and over. And it's not going to be there. You're not going to see it. It's going to take time. And it might take time that you don't want to have. Like you you might not have the patience to do it. And then you might start to think the other ways. But at the end of the day, when you've been faithful and you've believed in faith to happen for you, it has happened. Like it has eventually happened no matter what. You know what I'm saying? So, Dude, just dropping knowledge bombs, bro. Yeah, knowledge bombs, Ian. Well, you think of sports teams, they got to have faith when they take the field to win. Oh, yeah. And if they're, I mean, if you walk out there and you just don't have that faith, like in your coach, you know, and, and people will say it's belief, belief in your coach. Well, it, it goes a long ways of, of fear, too, because, I mean, it, it goes back to faith in that coaching staff. If it's a new coach coming in, yeah. and we're in football and we've been there a little bit, we're like thinking, well, do we have faith in this guy? Because we've never seen him do anything. He's a new coach, he's talking it up. Yeah. and everything else but if they all of a sudden if the team buys in and has faith in what he's doing they're gonna be good here's the other thing too like you were saying so if you have faith in something and you believe it's good like we're talking about here sports easy one to uh, talk about or compare to is you have faith you're gonna win yes you do have faith and you're gonna win but it's because through the things that you've done to get to that point meaning you don't I mean sure you can show up on a field if you're unprepared and just be like oh yeah I'm gonna win but <clears throat> You knew what you did before, so let's just say I'm going to go Uncle Rico here. We went to a pretty prestigious high school when it came to football. Um, and they still are. And they still are. And anyways, we the coaches we knew, the coaches knew what they were doing. The, the players were bought in. Um, we knew what it took to win. Like there was a standard. There's there was a standard that was set, and because of that, honestly, Fachin, you tell me. We it was that we had that when we walked on the field we had that strike like we knew we were gonna win. Oh yeah. And we didn't know what the score was at all. No. We didn't know what was gonna happen, but we had faith we were gonna win no e- matter what. Even if we happened to lose the game, we still like we're walking on that field like we're gonna win. Yeah, exactly. Every single time. But it wasn't be, yeah, we had faith we were gonna win, but it was because of the things that we did to get up to that point. Mm-hmm. The hard work that we put in. Because um, we had faith that it would translate into that. You right. know what I mean? Like we knew if we put in this hard work that it would translate to winning on the field. Yeah, if we were scared, then we were going to lose. Yeah, if we were like, well, we're going to put in all this work and we're going to be fearful and be scared. And that's the way it goes for transformation. 
you will not, like we said, it will, fear will literally cripple you from doing what you're supposed to. You're not going to stay on plan. You're not going to be able to walk into the pantry. And as simple as this, if you don't think, if you're fearful of losing the weight, or if you're fearful of what can happen if you do this, or if you're just fearful of not completing your transformation, because so many of you are, are just live in that, man. You, yeah. you live in it so much. It's unbelievable, man. You, and, and then isolation, the moment, so many guys throughout your transformation, you isolate. And isolation is a sign of fear. It's literally, that is feeding fear. Like when you isolate, it is literally saying, hey, oh yeah, give up fear all the strength in the world now. Because if I'm isolating, that's exactly what it wants. I want to kind of transition here because this is the Bruce Pitcher podcast. And I feel like this is one of those moments where we can kind of get, let people insight and, you know, a little bit, get to know you a little bit more. So this just, this is a perfect time to talk about, uh, you know, we're talking about fear and faith about when you moved to Arizona. Mm-hmm. Can we talk? Can we kind of talk about that yeah, story? Yeah. So I'm going to give you the, the basic overview. Is so Bruce. For those of you who don't know, who didn't know, um, when he moved from moving from Utah to, to Arizona, there was no plan. I'll just put it at that, and then I'll let Bruce take the story over. Yeah, there was there was literally no plan from there. And guys, I think a lot of people think like right after extreme weight loss, everything was all figured out. But I write a whole other book about that of like bouncing around, living in basements. And that was after a few years. Yeah, and a few years and everything else. And then one day. Um, I came home, and me and Alexa were just like, hey, I just came in, and I just said, hey, we, we got to move to Arizona. And um, uh, two didn't have a job or anything like that, so we were trying to get a connection to find a job. And uh, Chris and Heidi, like, bless their heart, they were going through some stuff, too. And they were like, oh, yeah, we'll have something for uh, to do, you know. So I'm like, all right, here we go. And I only knew success here in um, uh, Arizona. So we just picked up, and we left, and then we got Hold on, but before you came, though, I'm going to ask the question so people can kind of understand what's going on. Yeah. So, be, be, so you made the decision. You're like, hey, we're going we're gonna to go. We're going to move to Arizona. You told Alexa. Alexa's like, okay, cool. Yeah. And did you have something Did you have something lined up coming out here? Not really. No, I didn't really have anything lined up. <laughs> okay. But I thought Alexa did, and I was like, well, what I'll do is I'll start training people maybe and trying to do something. And then I was actually, Jake Hutton was going to open up a gym, but then he ended up opening it in St. George. So I was like, okay, well, that's out of the question. And so then I thought, okay, well, I'll figure out, I'm going to coach some football um, I'll figure out another job and everything else. And so I was really searching as when I got here because when Alexa got here, she didn't really have much to do either with Chris and I because they were going through a transition too with the show. So when we were moving into our apartment, it was just like, hey, how much do you need to make to make sure that you pay rent and, and have food on the table? That was it. So everything kind of came, started caving down because Alexa left a good job. I left a pretty good thing in, in Utah, Utah, running some boot camps and doing some things. So it was kind of like a nerve-wracking thing. But it was just time. You but just it was just knew. time. Yeah, it's just new because I knew we were stuck and we were growing. No, we're going we're gonna to transition here. How scared were you? You know what? I was very scared. But I also, but like you said, I had a lot of faith. And at that point, I had a lot of faith in a lot of things happening. Eventually, it would work out, right? Like I always say, like grab a towel in any situation. Yeah. And it's just like it's going to work out. It's going to work out. And major faith kicked in. But it got way tested because I tried to go get a job everywhere. I was like a Best Buy. Oh, just um, to fill yeah, you just feel, to fill in, fill in stuff. I went as far as to go drive. Um, I went to try to go drive Lyft and Uber. And my car didn't work for that, which I've been in way <laughs> worse cars. <laughs> Dude, the thing is, my Nissan was just fine. Yeah, the oh the Ultima. Yeah, the Nissan Ultima was just I didn't it was weird. Weird. So so then um you know I was really frustrated. Oh side note, I didn't know this was when when I helped him move from Utah to Arizona, I didn't even realize that he didn't have a job until we finished packing and then Alexa said something and I was like, What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. 
And so then, um, then that's when I started Champled In, you know, the, the original coaching program. The OGs. The OGs. And we still got OGs a part of the coaching program still to this day. And uh, that's where I started, made a little video, started to take on like 12 people. Um, and, then, and then it built, it built it. And then, and then I told Chris and Heidi they could start a coaching pro. They should start a coaching program too. And then it transitioned over to uh, Coaching with Transform. And then, um, and then I started Larger in Life uh coaching when i'm well you started you did epic you started epic yeah i started epic too i started epic first i did epic before then then we transformed we did it together now obviously i still i still carry on epic and um all the good stuff with that and so um so basically transform should thank bruce for their coaching oh yeah yeah basically (laughs) um hey that reminds me all you guys that think that uh i'm just gonna say it straight up a lot of people think that me and Chris aren't good buddies, and they all think these things and whatever. But yo, we are great buddies. Everybody knows. You, you we, guys literally just went to Metallica. Yeah, we just went to Metallica together. I literally told him, I'm not gonna lie. I'm like, people are gonna be like shocked that we're friends together. <laughs> and he's the? gonna, and he's all, what? <laughs> Screw that. Just kidding. But it was just like, yeah, I was like, I know people are weird. Dude, you know, that's, just that's the you thing that's so weird media. is people think like because they got separated, you know, like. That, that there was just all this stuff. And then I went and started my own coach program. That couldn't be further from the truth. Like, I'm close to, when you go through an experience like I went with through with those guys, and you know me, Fachina, it's all about friendships and ride or die mm-hmm. kind of people. And that's that's exactly what that is. You well, know? it's like, like family. Yeah, you just, you just don't, like, we just don't abandon the situation. I love Chris with all my heart. And we have so many great memories, and we have so many fun things to do and everything else in fact he's going to be on this podcast i'm going to be on his podcast so it's going to be an amazing thing so yeah so we i want to squash that right now you know what i'm saying like because it, it just is i think it just need to be said it did need to be said dude I, I, tell, I didn't even know that was a thing to be honest dude i was like shocked too but like so many people i made a post that we went to you know and yeah. a, a lot of people were like oh my gosh it's so good to see you guys still in front and i'm just like Dude. Like you guys just aren't friends yeah, anymore. Yeah, dude. Like we go and train. It's just me and Chris a little bit different. We just don't post a lot, like well, that kind of stuff. Me, I mean, that'd be like me. That'd be like every time we hang out. What I'm supposed to post something exactly, with you on my social? dude. Exactly. Oh, went went like to, we enjoyed went the, to the store with Bruce today. Yeah, we enjoy the friendship in the moment. <laughs> but it, it's just like, but back to what you're saying, Gina. Took a lot of faith. Started the coaching program, and I was like, and obviously you envision these great things, and then. You know, I thought maybe the coach brought him take off. It it did well, you know, and it started to go. And and um, obviously, you know, now it's still going. And you got faith in like thriving in your own coaching program now. Yeah, thriving and, and larger in life. And you know, like we say, like anybody listening here, you, we we have different packages for every single person. You know, for coaching, and um, it's it's a it's the best coaching program in the world. You guys hear it in the introduction every single time. When you every hear that, that's time. the truth. That's the truth. But it took a lot of faith. To know that that was eventually going to work out, that's for sure. Yeah, and here's the thing, guys. Did he have fear along the way? I, I mean, Dude, I know 100 he did. It's not going to just not be there. It's just what you do to overcome it. Yeah, it's just like we're not. There's no way you're not going to have fear of stuff. Like, let's say as far as like somebody getting really sick, getting cancer, for instance. Mm-hmm. Dude, you are going to be fearful that you're not going to overcome a fear. That is normal. But it's going to take, that's when your faith is going to be tested. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, we're not sitting here saying, oh, yeah, you should never be fearful. No, we're going to be fearful all the time. You're going to have lens through fear. But it's like, okay, what do we do? How are we going to get up? How are we going to wake up? You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? How are we going to try to look at this lens? And it's going to be tested nonstop. But that's what some of you guys, though, when it comes to transformation, 
the reason you're not where you want to be is because you're so damn fearful of success and fearful of what could happen. And you think about all that you really do think about all the things that could happen wrong instead of thinking that half glass full of what's going to happen. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I find I've seen it in my life plenty of times. Yeah, plenty of times. I mean, we were just talking about the other day. We were like, do we want to get full on serious? Like, what do we want to be? You know, like, do we, but are we fearful of like, Dude, your simple thing, Gene, just to be really, we're like, well, am I going to lose some of my strength? Like, yeah. fearful oh, of yeah. your strength. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Like, losing that. Like, yeah. And it's almost like it's almost like that's your identity without even knowing that's your identity. Which you're it like, shouldn't be. Yeah, which it shouldn't be. Because right. you're like, okay, am I going to lose? Because I know I have this established, so I can bench press this, I can max this. And it's like, okay, yeah. Yeah. We, we got to kind of backstory this because, yeah. yeah, so Bruce and I were talking a few days ago and I was like, dude, I need to just get for real, for real, get serious with my health and my body and like things that, cause I'm strong AF. I'm not gonna lie. I am strong. Yeah. Yeah. Very but good. it's comes with the cost, right? Like obviously when you're bigger, you're going to be stronger. And then my, I told Bruce, I was like, dude, I was like, I need to just not worry about being strong and just, I'm going to always be strong, but maybe not like what I am now. But like you said, the thing is like it's become my identity. So I'm like, oh, I just I just go to the gym and I lift heavy weights. Like that's what I do. But no, it's like it's more than that. It's got to be healthy and trying yeah. to, you know. I mean, we all have goals, right? And so it's hard. It is hard because it's like, and it's like I told Vachin for my it was like because he was like, oh, I'm gonna it won't be as strong. And I'm like, well, you're not strong is way strong to a lot of people. You know what I mean? So <laughs> like it, that's what's crazy. But and you know we do want to we do want to uh, I don't know we just have been thinking like okay. What's the point of like putting up so much weight? I'd rather be able to run or like coop. We were how it really dawned on us. We were talking about coop. Oh, coop, yeah, coop's fifty-two years old. Yeah, fifty-two doing that, and we were like thinking, man, we want to be able to do that same kind of stuff. But like, if we keep lifting the way we're lifting, yeah. and doing stuff, we don't know if that's like possible. You know, dude, if I don't get my shiz together, I'm never gonna be a pickleball pro, dude. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> imagine, imagine, you know what I'm saying? me too. Imagine if I like not a pickleball pro, but imagine if I was 20 pounds lighter. What I'd do on that pickleball court? I might oh, be dude. getting it between my legs, dude. Anything. Well, even we were just talking, we were talking about doing yeah. pull-ups. Yeah, I was pull-ups. like, we, we can just tell. Like, and here's the funny thing. This little side tangent. You, you know, everybody, everybody, everybody in this on this planet knows their own body, right? So you can tell when like. Your body's doing good. You're eating healthy. You're feeling mm-hmm. good. You you know you 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 know fog. You're not cloudy judgment. Whatever. You, you're clear. Your joints feel great. But then like one weekend, dude, you go to like Taco Bell. You know you go to McDonald's. Whatever. Get your food. And then the next like Monday morning, you're like, oh, like I just feel you feel it in your joints. Like yeah. You can tell you've put on a couple pounds. Like you just do like a pull up or something. You're like oh, that felt heavy. Like yeah, 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 yep. It's crazy exactly. what those little things you can do. But anyways, well, so move forward with faith. Move not, forward don't with, look faith. Back with faith. Yeah. Don't live in fear any single more. Don't don't let those two a.m. wake up calls get you. Because when you wake up at two a.m., think about it. You're looking through a lens of fear. You're looking through a lens of faith. So, get after right. it. Get after it. We'll talk soon. See you guys. We're out.